You're listening to the Reese Heath 100 podcast. Each episode, we speak to past staff and students about their memories of Reese Heath over the last hundred years. If you have some great memories to share, we would love to hear from you. Please complete the form at reeseheath100.com or call 01270 625 131. So here we are on a very, very hot sunny day and I'm down at the Canal Side Nursery, which is a new nursery, newish nursery. We'll find out about it in a bit more detail shortly. But I'm talking to one of the owners, Jackie McMillan. And Jackie is a past student at Reese Heath and took part in the RHS course a few years ago. So first of all, Jackie, hello and thank you very much for interviewing me on this very hot day. Have you had a busy day today? No, been very quiet, but that's expected this time of year, so... Renewing the stock, refreshing it. Went shopping yesterday, bought a few extra bits and bobs just to keep it exciting. Certainly is, and I'm going to take some of those bits and bobs home with me today, which I'm very excited about. We're sitting under a tree. I can imagine it's rather hot in those greenhouses, isn't it? We get in early and we do the watering very early. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely, and then I try and stay in the shade. (laughs) Excellent, excellent. So tell me, first of all, before you go on to tell me about your time at Reese Heath, what got you to Reese Heath? You've had a, a varied career by the sounds of things. I was a graphic designer and then I helped my ex-husband with his business, which moved me up to this part of the world because I was in Bristol. When I moved house, I got a smaller garden. That really got me into gardening because it was manageable and uh, kind of wanted to know more about the plants then. It was kind of my little haven. Yeah, yeah, lovely. As a a lot of people would say, you know, I think often when you get into a new house and you've got a bit of a blank canvas or you've got something that you need to rip apart and, and start again, it's a great way to learn, isn't it? So you went from being a graphic designer to owning a, a nursery. How did that happen? My partner, Rod, he, for several years, has run the pumpkin patch mm. and selling Christmas trees. And it was his uncle through marriage that owned the nursery. It was Bromax at the time. They specialised in fuchsias. I think he even came up with his own fuchsias and named oh, them. Wow. It was a very specialised area. It wasn't a kind of nursery with a variety of plants at that time. I think it had been in the past, but it had slowly become a little bit more derelict, shall we say. Mm-hmm. And I think Terry and Anne had sort of lost interest in it a little bit. And all of a sudden, during COVID, Terry got ill and Anne didn't want to carry it on. Terry died, unfortunately. And we were given the opportunity to take over, to ah. buy it and take it over. So that's actually uh, very good timing, really. So from doing your course, you did the RHS Tatton Horticultural course. So tell me about that, because I think you did a couple, is that right? Well, I did the theory and then the following year, the practical, and was very fortunate to be taught by Anne Harris. Very, very good tutor. And then David Black. Thoroughly enjoyed the course, and it just made sense of it all, especially the the theory, the science behind it all. Mm. I really enjoy the science behind plants and when customers come here they ask my advice and they're very grateful. I mean I'm happy just to chat about the plants and tell them why maybe some of their plants are dying or looking Mm. a bit ill. Introducing them to plants that maybe will do well in their soil conditions, the light conditions etc and they come back. I've got Mm. regulars. When you started the course at Reese Heath was it always your vision to open up a business such as this? We kind of knew that potentially we were going to take over this nursery. So that gave me the impetus to sort of learn more about it because I was a real novice. I mean, sort of seven years ago, I didn't really know much about anything. Plant names, particularly the Latin names, and all the theory behind it. So I really knew I had to do something about that. So hence the RHS course. 
Tell me about the course. What was the structure like for you? And I guess you must have made good use of the the campus site and and all the the wonderful plants we've got around there. Well, when we were doing the practical, we were like landscaping the grounds, basically. We were doing hedging and planting your hedging on one of your alleyways and cutting your hedging back and did some landscaping outside the glass houses where each of us were given a plot of land, which was really interesting. Meeting all the people, fantastic. It made me feel a lot younger being a student again, <laughs> mixing with all the students in the cafeteria, etc. Yeah, you didn't go into the student bar for the, the student nights? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think, yeah, no, that would have been so wrong. <laughs> so we're in a lovely setting. Just describe to our listeners what we've got here. I'm looking at a, a lovely little horse box. We've got a, a few uh, greenhouses. What's, what's the setup here? first year we started with the Glasshouse One and the polytunnels and just started sort of propagating and just learning the ropes really and when we closed in January and February so we opened sundries and hardy out the back. Fortunately I met uh, Manda who does the cafe horsebox on a Saturday and Sunday and it's an idyllic place to sit and watch yeah. the world go by the boats etc and the next projects I think we're that Manda wants to keep bees to honey oh, okay. a little farm shop type thing home produce, grow a lot of vegetables and sell them. And another project is the glamping. If you look across, you can see a shepherd's hut. We're going to be doing that up with like an Italian terrace. Oh, how lovely. And some other, and fire pit. Maybe do like a pizza oven, things like that. People who buy pizzas, maybe. Very good. We've got another horse box, maybe convert that into a bar, like glass of wine, beer. Oh, nice. So we're just... We're seeing. I mean, yeah. it's a, we managed to get Manda and Stuart on board. In return, they get a mooring, and in return, they help us out here. Oh, fantastic. Without them, we wouldn't be able to kind yeah. of do the next step Yeah. because I'm not a spring chicken anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what a great next step because it would really make it even more of a destination place, wouldn't it? Exactly. And, and like, what, yeah. yeah, like you say, just sitting and watching the world go by. I can imagine I've been down here when you've, you've had people coming and going, and it's a really nice place to sit and... And certainly walk passes where you get the walkers from Renbury coming back. Yeah, we get walkers and then they come back in their cars when they see a plant they like. We get, yeah, these cyclists, walkers, people on boats. People say, crikey, I didn't know you were here. And the word's getting about. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we're getting really positive feedback. Yeah, you certainly are. You certainly are. And just so that people are very aware of where you are, you go over the canal at the Dusty Miller and then you turn left and you carry all the way along and you're on the left-hand side. Yeah, yeah, not you, too, just yeah. follow the canal and Absolutely. we're not too far along. And then walking-wise, you've got the um, Bridge 21, the lift-up bridge. And if you're walking along on the way up to Marbury, then you can cross the bridge and come and have a look. And like you say, look at what you want to buy and then come and swing back later on with the car. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So if people wanted to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Facebook, where our number's on there. You can keep up to date with what plants we've got, etc. My partner, Rod, he posts things on it. We post things weekly on Nantwich Community and Rembry Village. We'll, we'll be expanding advertising, I think, next year. I didn't want to do it too quickly because if I start yeah. sort of growing too quickly and, and too many customers mm. sort of coming at once, I won't have the plants for them. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to grow gradually and get to know my customers mm. and bring in what they want. And I'm, I'm kind of, next year, I think I'll be, I think people will be wanting more drought-resistant plants and things well, like that. I was actually going to wrap up by asking you for some top tips on how to keep our gardens thriving or just surviving through this weather. I've just bought some uh, hanging baskets, which I know a funny, funny time of year to probably buy them. And what top tips can you give me particularly? If you go away, take your hanging baskets down, put them in the shade or in a, like a, a pool of water. 
water things down right by the roots well and then mulch them thickly like bark it helps okay. to keep the moisture in yeah and really in the first place choose the right plant for the right place mm. don't put hydrangea in the full sun basically or something like that go into a nursery or a garden center ask for advice if you if you're not sure Basically move your plants around. Like mm. I, I put quite often put plants in pots and put the pots in the border. And then if it's a valuable plant, I can then put that in the shade if I go away. Yeah, that's a good idea. In fact, it is sort of what I did last night and moved a few pots around. I just stuck them in a different position and, and stuck some, well, I stuck them on my veggie patch, actually, because it, it was a shaded spot at the time. And the, I know going away for a couple of days, I need to allow them to keep nice and wet and keep every chance of keeping them going, really. I mean, you're going to have casualties this time of year. I mean, this this is this is extreme. If you have a plant that is going to need watering every single day, yeah, you might want to sort of think about with the climate change, etc. Sort of maybe digging it up, putting it somewhere like more shaded, and put something a little bit hardy in there that mm. can withstand the sun, a verbena or something. Things with a silvery leaf, furry, they don't mind the sun so much. Oh, okay. Because they've got their own little environment within the hairs that yeah. keep the moisture in, reflect the light. Yeah. You've got some new calla lilies over there. Are they, do they last all year round or do they come back year on year? They need protection from the frost. Right. It would be good to keep them in a pot and then you can move them into right. protection, fleece them up if they're kept outside. Some parts of the world don't tend to get frost as much as maybe here. I mean, one local person said he never gets frost in his garden because he's probably in a very protected zone. Right, right. Some of my plants, like my bay tree, I move up next to the house to give it protection yep. from wind and frost. The canna lilies, they are a bit delicate, yes. Mm. And they're quite an expensive plant, so for a, a gardener that knows what they're doing, yeah. I think. Not, not an experimental gardener like me. I'm an experimental chef and an experimental gardener. If it grows and comes back the next year, I'm very happy. happy yeah, yeah, no. Um, no, probably not, no, unless you're willing to take a risk. I'm, I'm good with fuchsias and hydrangeas and roses. I can cope with those. Well, that, that's pretty good. I mean, roses are complicated beasts, you know, with the pruning, etc. So. Yeah. A bit random, my pruning, but it seems to work. So thank you very, very much indeed today for talking to me. It's been great to meet you, and I'm so pleased that your course at Reese Heath was able to lead you on to a lovely, a lovely second career. Yeah, well, thank you, Reese Heath. You're listening to the Reese Heath 100 podcast, celebrating the centenary of Cheshire's leading land-based college. Each episode, we chat to students, staff and college partners, past and present, about their memories of life at Reese Heath. Reese Heath, industry-focused, career-ready for 100 years.